What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, friends and family? And again, maybe some new friends joining us for our podcast here at New Vision. I am so glad that you decided to add us to a part of your walking with Jesus today. My name is Nick Person. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And let me go ahead and say on this Christmas Eve, Eve, Merry Christmas, everybody. And I really, really hope that it has been a Merry Christmas. I was sitting in a, a group setting the other day, and one of my, uh, someone else on staff here at New Vision said, hey, do you know that Mary really means mighty? That's how they would use it. Mighty Christmas because of what Jesus had done and how he changed the game when he was born in a manger. So mighty Christmas and Merry Christmas to you, everybody. Uh, I'm excited to be reading in Luke today. We're going to be in Luke chapter 1, verse 57 through 80. We're going to pick up with the story of Elizabeth and Zechariah. What happened previous to this text is Mary has just found out the news. She goes and visits her relative Elizabeth and she stays with her for a little bit and then she writes this song of praise and then we're going to pick up in verse 57 where Elizabeth is about to give birth to John the Baptist. I'm going to be reading out of the CSB. How this is going to work is I'm going to read it in its entirety. I'm going to give us some insights, some thoughts, some next steps on how we can live this truth out today and hopefully you will live differently in light of what is read today. So I hope you're ready. I hope your heart is ready. And if you haven't had a moment to really just listen and be still before the Lord, before I read, I just want to give us a moment. I know in the hustle and bustle of life and Christmas and all the things, sometimes we're so crazy that we miss out on the joy of this season. And so before I read, I'm just going to give us a couple moments just to pause and be still. For some of us, that felt like an eternity where it was only about five or six seconds. But there's something to be gained from pausing and to walk slow. That's the invitation. Uh, If you look at the life of Jesus, he was never in a rush. And so if we're going to walk with him, then that means that we shouldn't be in a rush either. We're allowed to walk slowly. And so here we go. Let's dive in. Verse 57 of Luke chapter 1. And again, I'm reading out of the CSB version. It says this. Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she had a son. Then her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her his great mercy, and they rejoiced with her. When they came to circumcise the child on the eighth day, they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother responded, No, he will be called John. Then they said to her, None of your relatives has that name. So they motioned to his father to find out what he wanted to be called. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they were all amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue set free. And he began to speak praising God. 
Fear came on all those who lived around them and all these things were being talked about throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard about him took it to heart, saying, What then will this child become? For indeed, the Lord's hand is with him. Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Blessed is the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and provided redemption for his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, just as he spoke by mouth of his holy prophets in ancient times, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of those who hate us. He has dealt mercifully with our fathers and remembered his holy covenant. The oath that he swore to our father Abraham, he has given us the privilege, since we have been rescued from the hand of our enemies, to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness, in his presence all of our days. And you, child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give his people knowledge of salvation through forgiveness of their sins. Because of our God's merciful compassion, the dawn from on high will visit us to shine on those who live in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. The child grew up and became spiritually strong, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. Woo! So a little background on this. So... If you have been reading along and going along, you would have seen that Zechariah was mute um, because when Elizabeth was told the news by the angel Gabriel, he was had a posture of disbelief. And so he was not allowed to speak until this moment where he utters the name John. When he says, my child's name will be John, showing his agreement with his wife, Elizabeth. It wasn't his namesake, but God had given them this name of John, the forerunner, the one who was preparing a way for this coming Messiah. And so Zechariah got his tablet in order to write it, but he was able to speak it. God restored something that had been lost. And if you look at the narrative of scripture, you will see that the Lord is redeeming what is lost, redeeming what is broken, redeeming what should have been and returning it to how it could be. And so this is a part he's like, hey, I'm going to use this and leverage and I'm going to keep my promises. And that's something else we're going to see. Like all of this, all of this prophecy, all of these things that have been prophesied, been foretold, they are coming true through the person of Jesus. And also what's really amazing about this is these are all promises that God is fulfilling. God promised to Abraham what would be, which was a glimpse of what was to come through Jesus. And he answers every promise. God is a promise keeper, everyone. I just want you to sit in that for a moment. God is a promise keeper. And notice that the people are coming around because they're in awe. They know Elizabeth and Zechariah's story. They know that they have not been able to have a child. And so here they are, well up in years, having this child that is going to make a difference and prepare the way for the coming Messiah. And then they have these questions. There is something special about this child, something is in store for this child. He is going to do something for the glory of this kingdom. 
And they were leaning in to see what that was going to happen. And then Zechariah, in this moment, the Holy Spirit comes upon him and he prophesies. He's going to foretell. He's going to give some hope. He's going to tell what is to come and what is going to happen. And he talks about what his son is going to do. But then he talks about what Jesus is going to do. Jesus is going to restore all that was lost. And he's going to establish a kingdom that will never be overturned. And then verse 80, it closes with this. It says, The child grew up and became spiritually strong, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. His son became spiritually strong. Listen, for us parents, or maybe future parents, when I think about our children becoming spiritually strong, we get to make the investments in that. We get to plant seeds of hope. We get to plant seeds of faith. And and, and we are responsible for the planting and the watering, but our kids are the ones that really grow in that. We can't make them grow. They choose that. They accept that. Um, but we get to play a part in the watering and the planting. And so may you plant well. And also know that those around you, you get to water and you get to plant and you get to steward and you get to do all of these things, reminding people and pouring into people the truth of God's God's good word, his narrative, and his gospel. That's what you get to do. Whenever you look at someone and say Merry Christmas, you know the weight of that. You know the weight of Merry Christmas, Mighty Christmas, because of what Jesus has done. You are sowing seeds and you are watering them. Continue to do so today. But also remember that this truth, this prophecy that Zechariah spoke, this prophecy, this encouragement, this foretelling, man, look at what Jesus did, and that should encourage you in this season. On this Christmas Eve Eve, may we remember that one, God keeps his promises, that two, he is at work and he has done the work, and three, that we get the opportunity to be his hands and his feet, to throw seed, to water it, and to point people to Jesus. May we do so, and may we have a song in our heart and a word on our tongue, to speak of the goodness of our King. I hope you can remember that as we prepare our hearts in this season of remembrance and prepare our hearts for what is to come. Know you have a King who goes before you, you have a King in your midst, and you have a King who has your back. So walk well today. Love you guys. See you back here tomorrow. Y'all go and be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.